Hello and welcome to our podcast, What Makes Them Tip? Innovations that changed everything, where we hear from business leaders and entrepreneurs about the moment, insight, or inspiration that made everything possible and ultimately pushed them over the tipping point. I'm Mike Strada, founder and CEO of Arcalea, where we inspire business change by introducing data science, formal analytics, and provide implementation from marketing. Moneyball for growth-oriented businesses, we say success is now a science. Stay with us, and at the end of the show, we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in the industry. And with that, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of What Makes Them Tip. I'm your host, Timmy Bauer, and today I am talking to Olin Hyde. He is the CEO and co-founder at Lead Crunch, a fast-growing, rapid-growth Inc. 35. He lives in sunny San Diego, where he wishes he had more time to go bicycling. Olin, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Timothy. Great to be here. I'm so excited to be talking to you. I mean, we are going to get into some fun stuff today. I What I really want to get into is, well, the premise of the show, what makes them tip. Um, but before we get into the tipping point of your company, tell us and the listeners a little bit about your story. Tell us your story. Tell us your company's story. Sure. So I have a severe personality disorder. I start a lot of companies and I just love doing startups. And uh, much to my wife's chagrin, I've done eight of them. Uh, a couple of them turned into nice exits and a bunch of them failed along the way. And a long time ago, back in 2011, there was something called the Jobs Act. And I had just sold a company to a group out of uh, Switzerland and I was doing my earnout and sold the company. I had to work for them for a couple of years, but I knew that I could, I wanted to take advantage of this tax exemption. So I incorporated a company. Uh, and it went idle until I finished my earnout in 2013. And then we started what is now Lead Crunch, originally started as a medical research company uh, called Inglue. And we developed some interesting artificial intelligence that would allow machines to read and understand the context of language. And we originally thought that'd be interesting for medical research. And we took it to market. It had technical success, but it failed. So we pivoted and a good friend of mine uh, was the former director of DARPA. He was the undersecretary of defense and I'm having breakfast with him. And he said, Olin, sounds like you've got a targeting technology. I'm like, yeah, but it's not working. We're gonna have to shut the company down. He's like, wait a minute, see if you can sell it to the military. And hmm. we did. And we became a defense contractor. And that's an awful life. Uh, we wouldn't want to wish that upon anyone because it's <laughs> sitting around in conference rooms with people speaking in acronyms. Uh, but it kept us alive long enough as a business to figure out what we really wanted to do. And we stumbled upon demand generation. And the vexing problem that I'd faced all of my career was just staring me in the face of how do we find the ideal audience of business executives to engage, to start them on the journey to becoming a customer? So what Lead Crunch has become, what it is, is a business-to-business -business artificial intelligence that finds the audience of ideal prospects and then knows how to engage each one of those prospects with the right information to get them on the journey to becoming your customer. Got it. So if you could give us a brief uh, understanding of 
like ways that your company has innovated on the way that you approach the market? I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Sure. So we went to market at the very end of 2016, beginning of 2017, and Lead Crunch grew revenues in the first three years by about 7,300%. Um, and so we are now back in hyper growth where we're growing at more than 100% year over year. And the innovations that have really driven that is first and foremost, picking a really hard problem to solve. Hmm. For instance, uh, in business to business marketing, we are replacing firmographics, uh, which is segmenting the market based upon the size of a company or what it's located or my favorite, what industry are they in, with what we call buying signals, which is really how a company operates and what their business focus is. And one of the fundamental problems that we've solved is answering the question of what industry is a company in? If we take, say, Apple Computer, are they a computer company, a retailer, a music publisher, a software house, a phone company? They're all of that and a lot more. And if you're trying to sell to Apple, you need to know very precisely how you add value to their supply chain. And one of the first things we did is we came up with what we call the industry vector, which is a mathematical way of describing any business in how it relates to another business. So you can think of it as a shape. And we can tell you how all of these shapes tiled together to create an economy. And that was a hard problem. That took us several years to come up with that. And yeah. the technology's evolved now that we can accurately predict who's most likely to be in each other's supply chain and more importantly, why. And that gives sales teams information at more meaningful sales calls. It gives marketers more meaningful information to know how to differentiate their product and service from competitors. Awesome. Olin, so here's the premise of the show right here. And that is, what was your company's tipping point towards success? So what was that for you guys? You know, I'm going to tell a little story here. Let's hear uh, it. We, 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 uh, we're a venture-backed company. We've uh, gone through our Series B, our Series Bravo. And our Series Bravo is led by a gentleman by the name of Grady Burnett, who was head of North American sales for a little company called Google and then went on to be head of global sales uh, for Facebook. And uh, I asked him to come to our company all hands meeting a few weeks ago. And somebody asked the same exact question. What was the tipping point for Google or Facebook? And the answer is, there was never one. Hmm. Just a series of iterations of making lots of mistakes very quickly, learning from them and moving forward. I would say Lead Crunch aspires to that mentality. We're yeah. not here for the big breakthroughs. We're here for getting 1% better every day. And the breakthrough is really about accepting mistakes and having the humility to learn from them, get up and do it again. Well, that makes me wonder if you could tell us about maybe some of those key iterations that you have made, or maybe a couple of key mistakes that you guys have made. Yeah, we've made many, many mistakes. Um, I think that one of the interesting things about uh, a fast growing company is you get your first million of revenue and you think you've figured something out. And then between one and 10 million, it gets exponentially harder. And going from 10 million to 100 million is even harder than that. And so with every success point, we thought, oh, great, 
where cash flow break even is going to be easier from here. It actually gets harder. So mm -hmm. for every piece of success you get, the next challenge is that much greater. And if you're a venture back company trying to exponentially grow, the big mistakes are not learning fast enough. And learning means change. And sometimes the skills that get you to 1 million will keep you from going above that. And we've seen this over and over again, where we build a system, an accounting system, for instance, that breaks under the load when you double revenues between uh, quarters, or you build a sales team and you're leaving money on the table because the sales team doesn't have the capacity to take all the orders that, that you can generate. And I would say that if you look at every single part of our company, every single part of our company has had failures as we have scaled up. I'm really proud of the management team that we've developed uh, and we've grown into uh, the ability now where that humility is now matched with empathy so that we can actually learn that much faster by seeing how each other's performing and how we can help each other out along the way. It is not a story of being more brilliant or working harder than anyone else. Uh, it's more the story, uh, to steal a quote from Winston Churchill, success is nothing more than going from failure to failure without the loss of enthusiasm. It's one of my favorite quotes. Well, we have a lot of enthusiasm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, listen, for uh, for anyone who's listening to this episode, Olin, what would be a key takeaway that you would hope that they would get out of it? I think know where you are on the curve. You know, if we if we look at the distribution of human performance, it almost always follows what we call a power law distribution, where if we stack rank the very best to the very worst, that top 1% is going to outperform the average, say, 10x. Um, and if we take just the, I love sports analogies. So let's take professional basketball. Um, I may have been the top scorer in my fourth grade basketball team, but I can be pretty certain that I score pretty low on the curve compared to Steph Curry, right? Or pick an NBA star. I've picked Steph Curry because his three point shooting is so far off the <laughs> curve. He's so far ahead of everyone else. But the same could have been said during Michael Jordan during his, his uh, reign. Is I think that if we look at the best of the best, they play the game differently by playing to what makes them unique. Wayne Gretzky described it as, I skate to where the puck will be. Um, he wasn't the fastest skater. He just knew the game where the puck was most likely to go. And I think that if we use that metaphor in business – Play to your own unique advantages. Don't try to be the best at everything. That's a recipe for failure. Rather, recognize what each of our deficiencies are and how do we use those deficiencies to our own advantage. Awesome. Olin, how can folks who want to connect with you find you? I'm really easy. On Twitter, I'm at Olin Hyde, O-L-I-N-H-Y-D-E. On email, I'm Olin at leadcrunch.ai. You can I'm the easiest guy in the world to find. If you Google Olin Hyde, there's only two of us alive in America, and I'm one of them. Amazing. Olin, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. It's been wonderful. Thank you for listening to our show, What Makes Them Tip? Innovations that changed everything. If you're an entrepreneurial leader and you'd like to share the inspiration that changed everything in your business or venture, please visit arcalea.com slash guest and a small request. If you've liked this interview, 
please help us out by sharing this episode with a friend or on social with the hashtag Archelia. You can also help us out right now by providing a review in your podcast player and a thumbs up or rating review would help a ton. We promise to read every word and it helps us improve a little bit each day. And while you're at it, please also subscribe because every week you're going to be inspired and learn from other leaders in bite-sized increments. Again, my name is Mike Strada. Let's connect either on social or stay up to date on all things business at arcalea.com. Thanks again for listening and thank you for being part of the over 99% of America's firms that make up the entrepreneurial community. Until next time.